Peria Believers Chapel Assemblies of God presents Days of His Power. Our lead pastor, Dr. Eddie Tete, brings you the unadulterated word of God that seeks to empower you in these last days. And now, today's message. As we commemorate the Pentecost Day, the day that the Holy Spirit came upon the disciples and they were able to rise up, they were elevated, they were motivated to do wonders in the kingdom and they carried the kingdom on their shoulders. Today, as we commemorate the Holy Spirit, the day of Pentecost, we want the impact of the commemoration to be unique in our lives, even in our families. Today, I want to talk to you or I want to minister unto you a word that I have and titled abide in christ abide in christ then i'm taking my reading from john chapter 14 john chapter 14 verses 8 to 14 and philip said lord show us the father and that will be enough for us jesus answered don't you know me philip even after i have been among you such a long time anyone who has seen me has seen the father hallelujah how can you say show us the father don't you believe that i am in the father and the father is in me that word i say to you i do not speak on my own authority rather it is the father living in me who is doing his work. Believe me, when I say that I am in the father and the father is in me, or at least believe on the evidence of the works themselves, very truly, I tell you, whoever believes in me will do the works I have been doing and they will do even greater things than this because I am going to the Father, and I will do whatever you ask in my name, so that the Father may be glorified in the Son. You may ask me for anything in my name, and I will do it. May the Lord bless the reading of his word. May the Lord come and grant us illumination. May the Lord grant us understanding that we will understand his word. Abide in Christ. The biblical dictionary define abide to remain stable or fixed in a state, a love that abided with him all his days. Or when we say that to abide, it is to remain stable or fixed, to continue in a place, to continue in a place, or to remain stable or fixed in a state of love. So when Jesus was telling his people that to abide in him. Or Jesus was telling Philip that, don't you believe that I am in the Father and the Father is in me? The words I say to you, I do not speak on my own authority. Rather, it is the Father living in me who is doing the work. Christ in us is not a metaphor. When we say Christ is in us, it is not a metaphor or any figure of speech, but it is a reality. It is a reality. And a union is when people join in spirit, not only in the physical, but in spirit. So not only that Christ lives with us or in us, but we also live in him. We must live in Christ. One day Jesus was with the disciples and Philip asked, or Philip said, Lord, show us the Father. That will be enough for us. Because Jesus was always referring to the Father. 
he was sent to this world to perform a tax. And he humbled himself that he always paid homage. He always acknowledged the father who sent him. And at a point in time, the disciples want to know their father. You are always referring to the father. So Lord, show us the father. That will be enough for us. But he was telling them that once you have me with you, you have the father. Because I am in the father and the father is in me. What is this one telling us? We must be in Christ so that Christ will be in us. The Bible says that Christ in you is the hope of glory. Christ in you is the hope of glory. We must be in Christ. Christ in me participates in my earthly struggle. That means when Christ is in you, what you are going through, the struggles you are going through, the challenges you are going through, he also participates with you in the struggle. The same way when you are being glorified or Christ is being glorified, in Christ also participate in the heavenly victory. When victory comes on your side, Christ is in you. He said, what I do, you will do many more things, the greater things than what I do. Because when you believe in me, he said, you should even pray in my name. So those who pray, the Bible, the Bible says that we pray amiss. When we pray in Christ, in the name of Christ, we receive everything that we pray. The fact that your expectation has not manifested doesn't mean that your prayers have not been heard. Once you pray in the name of Jesus Christ, and praying in the name of Jesus Christ means that you believe in Jesus and you know the Father is in Jesus. So when you mention the name of Jesus, you have reached the Father. The disciples want to know that having the Father is enough. But they didn't know that it is the Father they are working with. Because the one whom they work with is always referring to the Father. Having the Father is not enough. Having Jesus, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, that makes it complete. Having only the Father is not enough. So when you, if you have me because I am a son and the Father is in me, and I'm in the Father. So when you, you, you ask something in the name of the Father, or you ask something in the name of Jesus, you have gotten to the Father. Don't you believe that I am in the Father, and the Father is in me, that the words I say to you do not speak on my own authority. Rather, it is the Father living in me who is doing his work. The words I speak to you this morning are life and they are spirit. I preach to you not on my own knowledge, but I preach to you in, from heaven, the throne room of grace. And I speak the oracles of heaven into you that whatever you stand for will be gained in the name of Jesus. Whatever your expectations are shall be manifested in the mighty name of Jesus. May the Lord bless you this morning, even as you continue to listen to this word. Christ in me participates all my struggle. When Christ is in you, whatever you are going through, Christ also bears the suffering. Sometimes, Christ is also participating in your struggle. Christ is also participating in your challenges. Christ is also participating in everything that you are going through. If it is victory, Christ is victorious in your situation. So believe that Christ is in you everywhere you go. You must know that Christ is in you. One of the things that we must note, Christ 
is in us. And, and, and the, the word in Christ occurred 165 times in Paul's writings. In Christ. Paul is also not always notifying something in Christ, in Christ, if you are in Christ. Because in Christ, that, that is where our treasures are. Listen, who as you perform those duties, you, you gain some rewards. And those rewards that are coming to you, you may start to get certain rewards on this earth, but more of your treasury are in heaven. Listen, the difference between us, the believers in Christ, and the unbelievers is that after death, we go and partake our treasury. But the unbelievers leave their treasury on this earth. But on this earth, and answer Christ must be in you. Christ must be the foundation. And as I speak, I say 165 times has Paul written in the Bible that in Christ. That means in Christ, there's something unique. And it is with 38 times in the book of Ephesians, he wrote 38 times in Christ. Being in Christ, that does not mean inside Christ. It connotes different things. Let me tell you, when you are in Christ, you must show forth that identity. And when you are in Christ, it shows intimacy. And when you are in Christ, it shows that you have some inheritance. When you are in Christ, it shows that you must have some kind of impartation. Why am I saying so? When I say identity, we take on his identity when we are in Christ. We are identifying us with Christ. We are called Christians because we are identified with Christ. The disciples were labeled Christians in Antioch because they behave like Christ. They do their things like Christ. In this world, before you take any step, you must think that if it were to be Christ, how would he approach this item? You don't know what you how, how to take certain steps before you take any steps before you commit your business before you take you you come out from your house before you reply somebody of somebody who is saying something to hurt you you ask yourself if it were to be Christ how would Christ handle it and on the you have an identity with Christ. So you don't do your things like how the worldly people do their things. You don't do your things. You don't speak like how they speak. You don't walk haphazardly. Just like how the worldly people do their things. You are identifying with Christ. So you do your things like someone in Christ. So one of the things that should tell you that you are in Christ or Christ is in you and therefore the Father is in you means that you must identify, you must show that identity. The second thing that you must know that you must have that intimacy with Christ. Paul once said that that I may know him and the power of his resurrection. We are deeply united with him. Paul expressed the desire for the greater intimacy in, in the book of Philippians chapter 3 verse 10 that I may know him that i may know him somebody who wrote 13 books in the new testament says he's always saying that that i may know him there is not 
an end to knowing Christ because Christ revealed himself daily. Christ revealed his supernatural power in a different dimension. So knowing Christ today is not enough. Tomorrow coming that you must desire to know him more. Beloved, let us draw nigh to Christ. The enemy stands. The enemy is roaming like a lion, looking for people to devour, looking for people to be separated from Christ. So if you don't stand firm, Bible says in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 58, he says that stand firm, be unmovable, and always abiding in the work of the Lord, that for ye know that your labor in the Lord is not in vain. If you are for Christ, stand in Christ because there is a reward in Christ. There are suffering. They say, the things that I go through, you shall also go through. So when you are suffering, it is part of following Christ. They say, take up the cross and follow me. If any man come to me and deny not his father or mother, brother and sister, he cannot follow me. So you must deny even sometimes your family to take up the cross and follow Jesus. The cross is the suffering. The cross is are the challenges. You must take up the cross. There is reward after the suffering. I put some quote out there. I said that, listen, the eagle fly in the midst of the storm. The storm helped the eagle rather to get to certain limit that he, he has not even dreamt of getting. So through the storm, may the storms of this world catapult you to greatness. May the storms of this world catapult you to a different pedestal. May the storms of this world lift you to a different level of your destiny. May your destiny help answer to your call. Even as you pray and you rest and you abide in Christ. When you speak and you mention the name of Christ, anything that is challenging you, bow down to the potency of Christ's name in the name of Jesus. Intimacy, that you may know him. Intimacy also means worship. You worship the Father alone and nobody else. You worship no human being. You worship the Father alone. It is the Father that the Bible says that in, in Exodus chapter 34, it says that thou shalt not worship any other gods except because the God himself, his name is jealous and he's a jealous God. So if you put anything there apart from your God, God is jealous and God is not at your aid. Intimacy. For you to have intimacy, you must know him. They are getting to know themselves. Intimacy is, is more of the spiritual world. And you can't know Christ if you are not in the spirit. That is why I'm commanding the Holy Spirit to you this morning. That the Holy Spirit should visit you in the different, different, different dimension. The third thing is inheritance. Because we are in Christ, we have inheritance. Hallelujah. We share in what he has for us. According to Ephesians chapter 1 verse 11. He assured us that we have obtained an inheritance in Christ. We have obtained an inheritance in Christ. Listen, we are Abrahamic seed and therefore we have this inheritance. And let me tell you, before you get an inheritance from your father, unless your father dies, when somebody wills something to you, so Obi will Amawa, the will cannot have effect. And that is why Christ died for us, so that the will might be effected. So now the will is in you. And unless you abide in him, unless you are in Christ, and sana, the will that God has given unto you through Christ will start to work. The will. Now, you must simply abide in him. The will. 
then the will will start, will take effect. Oh, I hope Papa will. Now I hear why willing your mama walk. So Papa Tias, your will no, and ye juma, will no, and ye juma. This is Papa who, and Zana will no be your juma. So what that dine in your properties, companies, mawa. So Tias in Quadia, and ye juma. This is who, and Zana will no ye juma. Entina Christ, a woo, yes, and a bear, the will. Our inheritance will get our inheritance. And that is what is written in Ephesians chapter 1, verse 11. It says, It has shown us that we have obtained an inheritance in Christ. So if you are in Christ, you have an inheritance. So let not anybody, hey, and I yes, when I would in a and I would yes, this morning I was reading an article early this morning about somebody who said he has lost faith in Christ. Because if Christ exists in this world, there wouldn't be any coronavirus. Listen, we are our own enemies. God have given us our own will and everything that happens to this earth jurisdiction, it is our own doing. Ours is to submit to him so that he would direct our path. It is just like a politics. Satan is drawing his own people to himself. Christ is also drawing his own people to himself. So where do you stand as a believer? Are you standing here with one leg, one foot here, with other foot there? I want to encourage you that you should abide in Christ no matter what the challenge. Because it is good to be in Christ. There is an inheritance in Christ. There is this intimacy that we enjoy in Christ. And there is an identity. The last one I want to talk to you about is about impartation. We receive from him. <laughs> we receive from him. If we are in Christ, we receive. And that is what he was telling them, that when you ask anything in my name, I will do. In the verse 13, he says, I will do. John chapter 14, verse, verse 13. He said, I will do whatever you ask in my name so that the Father may be glorified in the Son so that the Father will be glorified in the Son. Listen, whenever you are ordered to do something, say, can't you say, oh, yeah, baby. Say, say, oh, yeah, can't you say, yeah, baby. Now, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, no. And your father, Neneji. And one of the things that we have is impartation. We receive from him, according to 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 30. He says, but of him you are in Christ, who became for us wisdom from God the righteousness and sanctification and redemption and redemption. So you receive, there is this, this impartation that you receive from the father. So you should ask him everything, anything in his name and you shall receive it. So in Christ, we receive impartation according to the scripture that you read. We receive impartation. We receive so many things. Every glad tidings that have been allocated to you in the heavenly realms, we are receiving it in the name of Jesus this morning. He said, believe in me when I say I am from the Father. I am in the Father and the Father is in me. Very truly, I tell you, whoever believes in me will, will do the works I have been doing. And that is the impartation. Will do the works I have been doing and they will do even greater things than this. We are not able to do greater things because we don't believe we are not in Christ. Sometimes we, we, we rest in our own physical body. We, we rest in our carnality. We rest in our flesh. And, and, and he says, when you abide in me, when you are in me, when Christ is in you, you shall do more greater things. And this is the impartation that we receive when we are in Christ. We will do wonderful things. And yeah, Obia, our oil force prophet, we have genuine prophets in the system. We have genuine men of God in the system that God is imparting this impartation. People who are abiding, who are in Christ, and therefore they have this portion, 
of the promise, impartation. They are receiving from the heavenly realms and they are imparting great testimonies. Great And people are receiving great testimonies to the glory of the Father. Bible says that we are not called to project ourselves. We are not called to project what even is in us. We are to project Christ. But because if Christ is in us, the glory of the Lord will be shown. I pray that you will receive that impartation this morning. Once you abide in Christ, there is this impartation that you, you stand to receive. This is the day of Pentecost. Bible says that in that day, he was, they told them, they told them, Jesus told the disciples that go and wait, wait for the promise. And the Bible declares that the way the Holy Ghost came upon them. The Holy Ghost came upon them. And, and they, they, they started, they started rejoicing, speaking in other language, divergent tongues. And People could even hear their own language being spoken by the disciples in the upper room. I pray that the same impartation will come to you. I pray that the impartation of Christ should be upon your life. In the mighty name of Jesus. You shall ask this and I will do it. Anything you ask in Christ. But in the realms of the spirit. There is provision. And appropriate time God shall bring to you that fulfillment. And they owe to our men, don't be like, don't be like the unbeliever who want things fast, fast. God prepares things for you. When you, the same scripture, I, I love this John chapter 14. And when you continue to read as a point, he says that I am even going to prepare a place for you. He describes heaven as mansions. That's the things that God have in store for you, my brother, my dear sister. It is more than you can carry. It is more than you can carry. God has enough for you. He has prepared enough things for you. And and who sacrifices those things are my new things. What God has prepared for you are of great and much importance. And you must have this at the back of your mind. Something that will glorify his name. And yeah, me, 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 and yeah, my who gave you that strength? You know how I was able to pass my exams. I was burning candles and this. Who gave you that strength? Some, some of us, we, we learn by ourselves. But exams. So if you are waiting on God, continue to wait on God. Don't be moved by the influence of this world. Don't be moved by the influences of this generation. Don't be moved by the things we see around us. Be in Christ. Abide in Christ. And let Christ direct your path. Because when Christ directs your path, that is where he is leading you to the promise. He is leading you to, to the promise. I pray that you abide in Christ. I pray that you will be in the Father. As Jesus also told the disciple that I am in the Father and the Father is in me. Greater things shall you do when you take these bold steps. Believe in me. Believe me. When I say I'm of the Father, I'm in the Father. Believe. And you shall also stand somewhere to tell others that believe me when I say the scripture. The Holy Ghost lives in me. Christ is in me. And how would they know that Christ is in you? You must show that glory. Christ in me, the hope of glory. You must show that glory. You must show that identity. Say, oh, you're GD near. 
Some of us, the things that we do in the dark, people don't even see. Some of us, nobody sees. But I pray that there will be this newness this morning. There will be a new you. Jesus, when that happened, your identity changed. Your identity change. People see you and they see you as a different person. I said, don't mind people who sees you in the opposite because their eyes are blind. When you read Ephesians, it, it, it Ephesians compares the person in the spirit and the person that is filled with wine. An unbeliever is somebody who looks like somebody who is filled with wine because what they see are not the things that the person, a spirit-filled person sees. So in the life of Jesus, in the ministry of Jesus, people saw him in a different way and people who have the touch of the spirit also saw Jesus in a different way. And that is when Peter said that you are the son of God. He says, this wasn't revealed to you through uh, flesh and blood, but it was revealed to you through my father in heaven. May the father in heaven reveal things to you. Say, May you have that identity. May you have that intimacy. May Christ grant unto you that inheritance you've been waiting for. And may the impartation be great in your life. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to Days of His Power. For prayer and counseling, call Berea Believers Chapel on 0244-851517 or 0546-707743 or search for Berea Believers Chapel AG on Facebook. You can also join our online services on the Zoom Cloud Meeting app on Sunday at 8am for our Divine Encounter service on Tuesday at 6.30pm for our Bible Studies dubbed Rayma R and on Thursday for our prayer service at 6.30pm. Join us and experience the days of God's power in the lives of men. Very happy to start. Touch your eyes. Make it possible. Are you ready to go?